the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So again, to uh, revisit the story out of Montgomery County, Maryland, where last night they had a thousand parents outside a school board meeting. They were not allowed in. It was quite a collection, quite a melting pot, which is what we used to celebrate about America. They had Arabs. They had Ethiopians, they had Peruvian Catholics, and they had your white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. And we used to celebrate the melting pot of America. Now we don't celebrate the melting pot of America unless we are united, not under the stars and stripes forever, but under the transgender pride flag forever. You see, uh, that's inclusive, that's equitable, that's diverse. But when a bunch of parents come together who do not share a whole lot in common religiously except the priority that God has in their life, which is numero uno, and that they want to then raise their children in accord with their faith, well, that's a problem for the LGBTQ agenda because to get on board with the LGBTQ agenda, you are the God of your own life. You don't submit to or humble yourself to God, whether you have an authentic view of who God is or whether you have a skewed view of who God is. There's no debate in the LGBTQ community about who God is. They're God. They rule. They make the decisions. And they're going to tell you what to do on all things, including your kids. See, because they're God, the kids you think are yours are really theirs. So last night, rather than let all these parents in who are of diverse faiths, no, no, they didn't share the opinion of the Montgomery County, Maryland School Board that the literacy program that wanted to teach from books to kindergarten, Head Start, grades 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, books entitled Pride Puppy, Uncle Bobby's Wedding to another guy. My Rainbow. Intersectional Allies. The Prince in the Night. Born Ready, the true story of a boy named Penelope. Rainbow Revolutionaries. 50 LGBTQ plus people who made history. See, none of those books are, according to the Montgomery County, Maryland School Board, are indoctrinating kids into LGBTQ mindsets and gender ideology. No, no, it's just an inclusive reading program. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Here's a gay dad, which the very combination of those two words makes me want to throw up a bit in my mouth, uh, advocating for this program. We cannot risk the erosion of an inclusive education system based on individual comfort zones. Education is about preparing our youth for the diverse world they will inherit. Providing comprehensive and inclusive education does not infringe on personal beliefs. Oh, it doesn't? Well, that's an interesting 
contention because it most assuredly does. Now, here is a parent who was saying, no, no, I want to be able to opt my kid out of any instruction that's going to include anything that involves LGBTQ themes, not just those that fall under the banner of sex education classes. Introducing sexual behavior and preference at an early age raises legitimate concern for us parents. Parents should have the freedom to decide when and how they address those topics based on our cultural, religious, and personal beliefs. I mean, if you've ever heard your classic white supremacist, they sound exactly like her, don't they? Introducing sexual behavior and preference <laughs> at an early age raises legitimate concern for us parents. Parents should have the freedom to decide when and how they address those topics based on our cultural, religious, and personal beliefs. Probably got Trump flags flying all over her house. MAGA hat. The whole, I mean, you can see right through her, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I was curious. Montgomery County, Maryland. What's the political demographic of Montgomery County, Maryland? I mean, a place with an intolerant school board who won't listen to parents. A place that um, rejects parental input. Uh, Is it a Republican-leaning area or is it a Democratic-leaning area? So I looked up 2020 presidential election campaign results, Montgomery County, Maryland. 79% of the people in Montgomery County, Maryland, voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. 79%. 8 out of 10 voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Which is interesting because aren't the Democrats the ones who are always decrying cultural appropriation and colonization? Like imposing, like, you know, when Queen Elizabeth died, right? We heard all this bad stuff about, oh, wow, Queen Elizabeth, ah, she's a colonizer. The monarchy in England, you know, they colonized. They, they foisted their views on people from other countries. They didn't allow them to, like, one might say, be their authentic selves. The Democrats are all against the whole colonization thing. And we, I mean, we got to do reparations. We got to apologize to the Native Americans. We got to vacate land that was taken from the Indians who, uh, by the way, sorry about it, took it from other Indians in a much more brutal way than we took it from them or as brutal a way as we took it from them. Democrats are all against that, right? But when it comes to imposing their LGBTQ religion, oh, they I'll say this for them, they don't discriminate. They're ready to impose it on Ethiopians, Peruvian Catholics, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, and Arabs. They're equal opportunity colonizers when it comes to the LGBTQ agenda. It's harder to fight against this kind of nonsense, of course, when it is sanctioned at the highest levels, not just in the Biden administration, but with the backing of almost every major media elite. A lot of pride marches going on around the country. Uh, New York City over the weekend had one in Manhattan's East Village. It was quite a show. Topless women, plenty of drag performers, naked dudes on bicycles whipping each other, 
wearing leather chaps, and an interesting chant coming from the parade participants. We're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. That was the chant. We're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. Now, back in 2021, the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus sang a song with the same theme, we're coming for your children. They would tell you all the time, we're not coming for your kids. We're not coming for your kids, but in Montgomery County, Maryland, we think it's essential for our literacy program for kindergartners and Head Start to read Pride Puppy. Not Go Dog Go or the adventures of, you know, Lassie or whatever. No, Pride Puppy. In K-5, through we want to read Uncle Bobby's Wedding. We want to read Born Ready, the true story of a boy named Penelope. But we're not trying. We're not coming for your kids. Well, I know you are coming for our kids. And we know you are. NBC News. NBC News. Play defense for this chant by issuing a tweet defending it. Defending it. (laughs) Which is, I mean... I can't say I'm surprised by any of this nonsense because it is becoming so routine. Here's the tweet from NBC News. The coming for your children chant has been used for years at pride events, according to longtime March attendees and gay rights activists who said it's one of many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ people. So, We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children is not nefarious, not threatening, not indicative of the true mindset of the LGBTQ agenda. Because, hey, we've been chanting it for years. What are you upset about? I mean, you can't be upset if we have been articulating for a long, long time, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your kids. Or some variation. Just relax, will you? Because we've said it before, time after time. Uh, Joe Biden at the White House uh, yesterday trumpeting his uh, big uh, high-speed Internet proposal. Although I got to say, if the old boy is that excited about it, uh, he should at least try to sound awake when he is talking about it. And here's what she wrote to me, and I quote, you can imagine my joy. She called them right away, and the next day they sent someone out to survey her yard. As Beth wrote, this is the best thing that's happened to rural America since the Rural Electrification Act brought electricity to farms in the 30s and 40s. End of quote. Uh, it is noted, by the way, he's half asleep right there, talking about some letter he supposedly got from some made-up person who's so excited because they live out in the boonies and they're now going to get high-speed internet courtesy of you and me in our tax dollars. Uh, Thomas Massey, U.S. congressman from Kentucky, noted that uh, the billions that Biden is going to spend on high-speed Internet in rural areas averages out to like almost five grand a person to get them high-speed Internet. And Mr. Massey notes that a membership to Starlink, which is the Elon Musk satellite Internet service, that works on the remote battlefields of Ukraine would be about $500 a person. But hey, why spend $500 when you can spend 10 times that much in U.S. taxpayer dollars? 
and take a victory lap for it. A sleepy victory lap at that. Now, Joe Biden is going somewhere today. I know not where. But he was headed to his helicopter. Hold on, Joe. I got to preview it. Headed to his helicopter. And somebody asked him about Vladimir Putin in Russia and whether Vladimir Putin has been weakened by the coup attempt over the weekend by the private paramilitary group in Russia. So again, the question Joe Biden is, if Vladimir Putin has been weakened. It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he has uh, become a bit of a fly around the world. He's losing the war where? It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. Russia's at war with Iraq? No, they're not. So there's the quote. Hard to tell. Well, let's hear it again. It's hard to tell, but he's he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he is uh, coming to the fly around the world. Okay, so now you know what he said. But funny thing. The report in Bloomberg just issued quotes Joe Biden saying this. I know he is. It's hard to tell, but he is clearly losing the war. He's losing the war at home, and he has become a pariah around the world. Gee, was something left out of that Bloomberg quote? Let's listen one more time. It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home, and he is uh, coming to the fly around the world. So the old man says he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. And Bloomberg quotes him saying, he's losing the war at home. He's clearly losing the war. He's losing the war at home. They take out the in Iraq part. They don't include it. And in parentheses put Ukraine. Hey, this dope meant Ukraine. He said Iraq. They are moving heaven and earth to protect him from his own addled ineptitude. This is not an inaccurate report. This is a lie. This is an agenda-driven lie by Bloomberg. In this case, we caught them. In many other cases, you could catch the AP or any of the major networks. It is the degree to which they go to protect Joe Biden. Because Trump, orange man bad. Wow. Now, wrapping up the show today with a couple of headlines that are worth your time. If you are trying to get tickets to the Taylor Swift concert in Cincinnati this weekend, and I know my producer, Jeff Murtaugh, is scouring the Internet to get Taylor Swift tickets for himself and his fiance. Beware of scammers. I know. It's a shame someone would take advantage of a clean, wholesome young lady like Taylor Swift. (laughs) A Dublin mom fell victim to one of these schemes. 
She messaged someone who posted on Facebook about Taylor Swift tickets in a group meant for those who live in a certain city in a certain area. She said everything looked so real, the ticket even looked real, when she sent them. However, when she tried to meet the woman to get the tickets, the woman said she could not meet me in person because her husband had cancer. I don't know how that's relevant to not being able to meet her in person. But at that point in time, she started to say, hmm, I wonder if I got taken. Yes, she did get taken. Because, and don't do this, people, she Venmoed $300 to the person the woman told her to Venmo it to. If you don't know what Venmo is, good for you. But it is a cash app that you send. You send cash. If you do it on a credit card, you can dispute the charge. If you do it by Venmo, you cannot. The money is gone. Poof. And she is out 300 Thankfully, not 600 because the tickets were $300 a piece. At ESPN, which they are uh, in the midst of major layoffs, maybe to fund the amount of money they are going to owe one of their very own Sports Center anchors. Her name is Sage Steele. She is a mold breaker. She is a black conservative. You can imagine how welcome this makes her at ESPN. A while back on a podcast, Sage Steele was talking about ESPN's vaccine mandate and how stupid it was. And ESPN suspended her for saying that. She filed a lawsuit against ESPN, and ESPN must be afraid of where this lawsuit is going to lead because there are multiple reports out there now that ESPN has offered Sage Steele a half a million dollars to settle her lawsuit. She said no. She wants it to go to court. That's going to get very uncomfortable for ESPN, which is fine with me, which is fine with me. Now, are you one of those people like me who, if the answering machine is beeping incessantly, you can't take it? I can't take the beeping answering machine. I got to press the button so the beeping stops. Apparently, a janitor at a university at a lab in Troy, New York, has the same impatience for beeping things as I do. Because he heard a beeping coming from a storage freezer. So he went over to the freezer and he turned down the temperature. So the beeping would stop. Uh Uh-oh. Turns out, the freezer had to be at a certain temperature. So that cultures in an experiment which had been (laughs) percolating or whatever the cultures do in a freezer since September 17th, 2020, had to be preserved. Uh, With the freezer off, the culture spoiled, and now the experiment has to start once again. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.